You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Carlos, Ernesto, uh, and Martin Bondone, welcome to Talk of the Elephants. It's such a pleasure to be talking to both of you today. Uh, to get started, can you let our viewers and our listeners know what Otman Out is? Oh my gosh. Okay, okay. So um, Otman Out is uh, a, a very exciting, uh, um, immersive experience uh, in complete darkness. Uh, you go into a space and you are blindfolded uh, and you um, experience the life of a blind man flying from New York to Argentina. And uh, as, you, um, as you are in the space, you uh, start feeling uh, the, uh, the world as he feels it. He, you hear, you smell, you taste, and you touch, but you don't see anything. And what occurs is on the flight that he's going, going on, he starts talking to his neighbors on the plane and his memories start coming alive and you start experiencing them as he does. And you find out why he's going uh, to, to Argentina. And uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful love story that we created. It's, uh, it's our first international production also in English and Spanish. And we are very proud of, about the, the result because uh, it's very challenging the, the idea of talking about two different cultures, you know. Uh, and the story is also uh, a story about the, the, the how, how we can understand the world and how we, we can make a, a judgment about another person, about uh, in how the person is uh, look and not uh, in, the, in, the, in the reality of the, of the people, no? Right. It's basically a, a way of living in someone else's shoes and being able to uh, elicit a, a sense of empathy in, in, the, in the audience. But it's really what's exciting about it for, for us and when we created it. This is a story that can be experienced by almost anyone, uh, sighted or not sighted, and we will be, they will be experiencing the, 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 the world in the same way. So that's, 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 that's an exciting part of it for us. Carlos, you said the keyword, you said empathy, and all the arts basically, you know, every art says that it's the ultimate way of achieving empathy. You know, painting does that, literature does that, theater does that, music does that. So uh, I, I want you to go back in your lives, maybe when, to when you were little, when did you 
figure out that theater specifically could become this empathy uh, machine that you put into practice with your work. Martin, you, I'll let you feel yes. that. Yes, yes. Um, uh, I, I have been doing theater since high school. So uh, when, when I went to Buenos Aires to study in the university, I started studying economics because I wanted to change the world using the, the economic tool. And then I started uh, working in parallel in a theater as an actor. So I started living from the art and uh, working in an NGO as an economist. So it's what the opposite of what normal is. And uh, when I started working in Teatro Ciego Blind Theater of Pitch Black, uh, now it's the, the, the commercial name from Teatro Ciego in, in New York, uh, I discovered a totally different world and I started you know, doing theater with emotions and doing theater with a sense of the audience, you know, uh, stimulating the, the, the perception, how the, the people react uh, in, in this, this world. Normally, you are used to understand the world with, the, with your eyes and what you see is normally the reality. But when I start working in, in this kind of immersive experience and immersive theater, I can understand how you can change the people's life. And it's not only about the people who go to the theater as an audience, because we work also with uh, visually impaired actors, and it's also a life challenging for, for the people who start working in a profession that normally is not for people with disabilities, you know? I think the theater is something very human, very primitive, you know? Because the first uh, theatrical experience is maybe the cave, in the, the caveman talking the story about the hunting in the fire, you know? And this was the first theatrical play. And then the, narrat the, the, the narration of about a story or something like this, it's very, very human. And it's one of the last uh, way of arts that you need to have a human being to perform the show uh, with this, uh, different technologies, the music uh, and, the, and the cinema is more like, more techy in the, in these this times. But theater reminds very, you know, uh, unique and, and real. And that is that make the people uh, feel when, when attend to a theatrical play. I mean, for me, it was very much, uh, I was, much like Martin, I was uh, a non-theater person. Uh, I, I, I initially started as a chemical engineer. I went to MIT to become a chemical engineer. And uh, uh, part of our requirements were that you had to take eight classes of humanities, arts, and social sciences. And I was petrified of drama people, but um, uh, my, my amazing friend, uh, um, who was the president of my fraternity, uh, her, her name was Samira Ayengar, and she's this incredible, uh, um, uh, theater artist from uh, from India, uh, and she she's like Carlos, you must take this acting class. You just must. And I'm like, but 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 no. And I explained to her the trauma that I had, and she says, no 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 no. You have to understand. You're here to challenge yourself. You must do this. I said okay, so I, I did it, and that became a minor, which turned into a major. 
that was not going to be a career, but then I directed a play for the first time. And what I was observing with this sense of empathy is that in my work as an engineer, all of the work that I was doing was taking, I learned that it takes four to eight years for your work to have any kind of impact on anyone. Whereas when I, I, when I directed a play and suddenly I saw in six weeks or three weeks and then boom, there was a, an audience that responded to what you were creating and they were having a dialogue of it. And, and, and it was exciting to get a sense that people were seeing something different from and, and getting impacted differently than what I was doing. And that's what really made me want to do theater as well. I mean, knowing that, I guess I'm, I'm impatient. So I want to see people reacting quicker than, you know, pipetting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and see what happens. <laughs> so that's, uh, I, I like touching people. And I think um, it, it's much more immediate, touching in a, in, in a moving sense. Uh, and I like to get the sense of immediate uh, response in some way. So that's the wonderful thing about theater for me. In so many ways, and I don't want to, you know, I'm not encouraging people to drop their careers and go try to find something else, but in so many ways, the pandemic and this, you know, this time that we're living in have, let's say, have invited people to take a look at their lives and maybe realize, hey, I don't want to be doing this job anymore, so I'm going to try something else. So for those people that are watching and listening to this, I'm curious if, you know, in your case, Carlos, uh, specifically about chemical engineering and for you, uh, Martin, my dad's an economist also, so trust me, I, I hear, all, yeah, I listen to a lot of um, economics uh, talk, but I wonder if, you know, anything in this, um, in this fields that you were doing before theater, did you find that you imported anything from chemical engineering and economics into how you make theater? Oh. Yes, I, 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 yeah, I think definitely, because for example, for me, uh, I am also producer because I we are an uh, independent organization here in Argentina, so we are like a little company. So uh, and and I am like an entrepreneur working doing this kind of uh, experience. It's like uh, in a in a wild world we are selling a service, you know, and and. Uh, and it's very important, uh, I think, to understand how the economy works. Because, for example, during the pandemic, we are um, not a small company, so a medium, medium large company with 20 employees and a very, so a, a, not a big structure because we, we pay the rent for the plane, the, 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 the space where we are working and everything. And I think when you have a, you know, uh, another formation, you, you have more open uh, your, your vision. You can see things that normally people who only work in arts don't see because it's very difficult to understand. For example, when you make a budget, when you hire some uh, actor or when you think, uh, okay, this, this need to be selling, this need to be, you know, because Normally, when, when you are very passionate and when you do art, uh, you don't think about the money and you, you don't think about the, 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 because it's not the important thing. Because, for example, in my case, I uh, quit a job, very good pay for working in, in, in theater. And it's like more like you, you need to understand that if you do the things thinking about the future and, 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 and you have all the, the 
the, the variables in, in, in mind, you can be successful. Here in Argentina, because it's very, the economy is very crazy, and also in another country that uh, more important, for example, with Carlos, we are very similar uh, way of thinking because we have another skills, you know, and it's very important to have many different kind of skills to do something. Not only, for example, for Carlos said, if you want to be a chemical engineer, you need to be to work with your personality and how to who you speak to the people. It's very important to have different kind of skills. Right. I mean, it's uh, it's one of those things where uh, uh, in creating theater, you, you get a sense of. Um, it, in my background, it was always very much a uh, understanding of, of clear, delineated ways of attacking and problem solving that um, uh, allows me to do that when I'm when I'm producing uh, and creating budgets and whatnot. You get a sense of that, but I I I, I noticed when I was working in in, in engineering, I, I I was so too exuberant in 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 the world. So I I I feel like oh my gosh, no one, everybody feels intimidated or like overwhelmed by like my, my personality and like need to find a home to do that. But, um, and, and theater allows for that, which is exciting. But at the same time, what's great is that um, it, uh, a lot of the um, um, uh, regulated ways of, of, of approaching problem solving um, really came come to me uh, when I'm, I'm, I'm creating a budget or even like trying to figure out, okay, how are we gonna make this thing happen? Uh, how, how are we gonna make this live performance happen? in a way that people can still access in a technological standpoint. And luckily, uh, Martin has gone with his, with his team and been able to create that. Um, and I was also lucky when we were in the middle of pandemic, I, I had a, uh, an associate producer who was very tech savvy and uh, he was teaching me um, uh, all about, you know, um, streaming mechanisms uh, and how we can create live uh, um, uh, experiences that weren't based off of Zoom, it was more OBS and be able to um, uh, have uh, virtual parties as opposed to, uh, you know, just a Zoom party. It was much more complicated, but really cool and, and, and sexy about it. So I feel like the multi-hyphenate quality that, that Martin is talking about and having more skills than just, you know, one thing, I, it's, it's what, one is allows me to become more nimble. If something falls apart, I have something else to fall back on. Uh, and uh, and I feel like that's what's, what's what happened with, with with you, Martin. I mean, we've, you you you've dealt with shockwaves uh, in your organization because of the economy and because of the pandemic, and and you found incredibly creative ways to solve these things. The box experience was brilliant. You made the sense. Tell about the, the the story about you making the the the, the perfumes in your home. So, so part of our experience is that we have to create these, these, these solutions uh, uh, to be able to, you know, create the sense and the aromas that, that, that everyone feels. I'm the one who knows how to do the volumetric expansion and, and, and understand the dilutions because I know how to calculate that because I learned that a lot ago. <laughs> so it all came back. <laughs> I love that so much. And, and you know, like there's two concepts that are that are just keep like buzzing in my head listening to, to you speak. And it's first of all, we had both economics and chemical engineering. There's an element of like trying to find how to make the random not be random and how to identify behavior. So thinking about random, you know, randomness and also um 
identifying behaviors. First, let's go with random. Like, how did someone, you know, you, Carlos, in New York and you, Martin, in Cordoba, in Argentina right now, how did the two of you come together? How did you find each other? <laughs> There's a wonderful person that brought us together. His name is Malcolm March. He is a uh, young producer. He was a young producer from, uh, from Buenos Aires. Uh, and he, <laughs> uh, the story goes that Malcolm kept on, um, he emailed Martin and Teto Ciego like, like on their form. And like, you know, emailed again and emailed again. I want to work with you all. I want to do that. And finally, someone responded to him. And, and they got together. And he and, and uh, Martin was interested in bringing the work from Argentina to New York. Uh, and Malcolm uh, came to New York uh, and, and said, I'm going to be the agent for this company in, in a way. Uh, I, I'm going to be the, the liaison. Uh, and he heard about me through a stage manager friend of mine when they were doing a workshop of something, because Malcolm is also an actor. And um, uh, he said to me, he, he comes to me, he's like, I hear you do very weird things, Carlos. And I go, yeah, I, I create really weird theater. Yeah, if that's what you're, yeah. He's like, well, I've got something for you. And he started explaining to me this thing. And I'm like, this is brilliant. This is, this has not been done here that I knew of at the time. I haven't heard of this kind of, uh, of uh, approach of creating a theater, any live experience. But what the heck is this? This is amazing. Uh, and um, so I said, I need to go see it. Well, not see it, experience it, because you can't see anything. Uh, uh, you can't. Uh, so I, I, I went down, and then um, uh, uh, I had small conversations with Martin uh, over, over Zoom. I think it was like one or two. Then I went down and experienced all the shows. And Martin wasn't in Buenos Aires. He was in Cordoba doing his fabulous Cordoba thing. And I'm like, wait, I'm not going to meet the artistic director. Bing, bing, bing. And then we had one little Zoom meeting. <laughs> and then it became this virtual thing for a bit. And then that's that's when, when I told him about, I experienced all these incredible stories, but I felt like uh, they were so specifically Argentinian that I thought, I think we need to like create something different that's a meld of the two cultures. And that's what Odd Man Out ended up becoming. Which is so this is the, when, when you have an idea, normally I, we receive a lot of emails talking about, oh, I want to make this in some country, random emails like, but it's, it's very interesting to, for most for the people who are uh, in the beginning of trying to do something real or, uh, you know, making a, I don't know, a company or a theatrical company or a company with a project that in another industry. It's very important to understand that ideas, we have a lot of ideas. The idea of making theater, immersive theater, or wherever you want to do, is very easy to, to imagine that. The most hard part is to, to do the, this idea reality, you know, because we we always want to, to make international productions from Teatro Cielo from Argentina to maybe New York or another country. It's very hard to, to make this idea real, real, you know, and and most with those kind of, uh, you know, with the theater and, and theatrical companies, we work with people, and it's very, very, very complicated to to, to make all those teams together. We with Carlos in those in these three years, we have a lot of experience working with different people and now we are like you know we are we understand all the process and all the the, the 
the thing that we need to do to make this idea real reality. It's very complicated and for me was very challenging and I, I learned a lot of things and I, a lot of things that I learned working with Carlos, I apply here in, in Argentina. So we are more mature, more, you know, uh, stable company, theatrical company right now here in Argentina. Uh, thanks to the experience with Carlos and all the, ally, the alliance to making each flag massive experience real, not an idea, you know? <laughs> right, right. That's exciting to hear. That's exciting to hear. I mean, for me, uh, when I when I was working with with Martin, it was we we have we 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 it, it was a different approach to business. Um, you know, I was very hierarchical, and 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 Martin was like, "It's a commun it's a communal experience." I'm like, "No, it has to be this this this." And you're like, "Pero Carlos, you got to talk about this." I'm like, and so there was an, a way of being able to, to think about like hierarchies were were different and uh and, and he and i are, are equal partners in this whole thing and it feels like we're actually creating this in a very synergistic way um well for a big challenge for me is i we both of course i speak spanish and and, and and fluently but i didn't speak business spanish and i didn't speak argentine business spanish which is its own special thing so I, I had to this. learn what that vocabulary was, and oh my god, that was a that was a thing for me. <laughs> so I appreciate the education, Martin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and more important, Cordobes from my region that we are. Cordobes, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, it was very funny. Yeah. But no, but it's it's very it's very interesting to think that it's not only language; it's more about culture because when, yeah. when we can talk the same language. But we think different, and it's very, very funny to understand that. Uh, when, for me, it was like I took like a year to understand how the industry, the theatrical industry, works in the U.S. It was very, mm -hmm. and that is very important to understand that maybe when you when you talk about an issue, the point of view are totally different, and the way of solving this issue is extremely different. So that would be a sort of uh, wildness because you have two extremely different points of view to solve the same problem. And the, 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 one of the things that I learned about the pandemic is how we are all connected because the virus, uh, make the, 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 the pandemic is so this connection is like we are all humans and we are all reacting to the same external factor. Yeah. And I think that we can talk about the arts and about the theater like a virus. And because the, 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 the personal reaction and the personal emotion that make you in your body and with your sense is the same. And I, I, can, I can see that with Pitch Black and with Otman Out. How the people talk about the play, how the people react about the play, it's very similar. Similar uh, when I read the articles and we I, I read the reviews and how the people and also the economical and artistic process of you know starting very very slow and and when we said to the people that we are doing theater in the darkness and what theater without light what what yeah is uh, it's, it's, you know and the people are like. Mm, it's not so good because you have not so nothing to see, and it's very, you know, it, it, you see that and you I say okay, 
that is the, the only real thing is what we feel, not what we think. <laughs> and it's very important to understand that when you are making arts, because we talk about how we produce the play, how we write the play, blah, blah, blah. But the most important thing is what the people feel when go to the theater. And that's it real. This is not bullshit, you know? <laughs> totally, 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 totally. I, mean, I was hoping you... Yeah, go, go Sorry, ahead. Sorry, Carlos, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say that it, it, it uh, our ways of, of, of thinking um, about appro approach of, of the work and, and, and how we connect to people, uh, it, it, it was a just a melding in a way that we didn't, I didn't expect. Um, uh, because I, I, when I was introduced to the idea of how they create theater, then I'm like, that will never fly in this country in any way, shape, or form. Just the, the, the way they pay people, the way they, 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 they create the work. It's like, no, 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 what they, it's just like this period and we got to do it this and people get paid like this. I'm like, no, but we do it this other way. I'm like, and it, it's fine there, and it, but it, it's different here. So how do we find a way to come together? That was kind of exciting to be like, oh, okay, cool. Um, uh, and uh, it, I just feel like we're much more enriched by, by the connection of, 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 the, of this experience. Martin, you, you, you talked about something that's like key to all of this, obviously, and it's like theater is working with people. And for the two of you who I'm assuming, and I don't mean to be presumptuous, but for the two of you who are probably very comfortable dealing with the scientific method, I wonder if there are some behaviors and things that you have discovered about working remotely and working without being together, you know, like for you, Carlos, probably, you know, the, 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 the thing, the energy that you lose by not being in the same room with people must be like wild. So I'm wondering if the two of you by this new, uh, very, you know, quickly learned method of working together, have you found new techniques and new behaviors that you're like, oh, I love this. I want to use this. You know, I would use this even if we were able to be in the same room together, uh, working uh, digitally and remotely. Uh, I'd say, well, I guess in 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 in, in the business practice, I I I we really, I feel we were doing this before, and now we've really sort of instituted it in, in a weekly fashion of like weekly check-ins. So it's it's because it's also because of the, how the business is growing. The fact, the fact that we 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 realize that we have to plan for the year. And, uh, and it, now it becomes like we're doing these meetings on an ongoing basis. It's not just, you know, once in a while when we think we should meet, it's like, you know, every week we have to start thinking about that. Um, and, and just a sense of like a, a, a continual check-in in various departments. Uh, that's, that's, that's a habit that's been exciting to, to have. I mean, because at Theater C, I mean, I've had the company for about, for, oh God, 12 years now. And it's always been me and a staff that I hire for each project. And now it's been exciting because now we have that, we have this larger organization that we have a staff, but it's an ongoing staff. And then, but Teatro Ciego has its own ongoing staff. And then how, what is that amalgam of the two? And that was, um, it's exciting to be able to create that foundation. And I, I've been learning a lot from Martin about uh, just, you know, how to, how, to, how to let go a little bit and how to delegate a little bit, because that's something that's always been like, I've had to do everything. In many ways, uh, and now I feel like I've, I've, we we have a team that knows how to become independent uh, and and just report about what what things are going on, with, which is very very great. So that's but that's more like a a, a non technological thing, but that's still like a cultural thing that, that it's been a nice change for for 
on my end of things. Um, I feel like what's what I'd love to keep on trying to do if we do if we we keep creating these oral binaural experiences, just you can hire anybody from anywhere in the world and let's have a directing session and like record it and we get we get we get the files and we create the soundscape independently and we don't have to rely on actors who are in this space and that's the freeing thing about this uh um i don't know if that's that, that's something that's been happening in other industries or, or, or even like in, 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 in the creation of work um but it's been very liberating very very liberating on, on, on my end so we can think like do we know anybody if, if i if i know somebody is in in guatemala for example oh well, well Let's get that person on and let's just do this this thing. Uh, if, if someone, if the the actor we want is isn't available in in New York or even that we know in the states, boom, this other person could be there immediately. Uh, that's been exciting. About it. It's it's very interesting how internet is a revolutionary thing about the creation of uh, you know working together in, in a virtual world. It's very important. I understand that it's a tool because normally you 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 know is a lot of people uh, took the technology as an objective or not that, you know, you, you, you feel or you see some theatrical play or something with a lot of technical, you know, special effects and the message is very poor, you know, uh, it's not, but I think, for example, for us, it was very, it's like learning a new language. It was, I think, the same process for me to understand how to, to write a play uh, without using visual images. Uh, it was like a process, a cultural process to understand how to tell something about a story or, or a situation without describe the images, you know, not the visual images, because you have sound images, smell images, and other sensory images. And it was very crazy in, when, when we start working with the rehearsals, virtual rehearsals, no, we, we, we had, seven different countries simultaneously working together, talking together, making a play together, but in a virtual Zoom meeting. It was very crazy. And at the beginning it was awkward, you know, to talk with an actor and between a screen. But in, when the day starts, you know, a couple of days after that, it was like natural, you know. I, I was reading the script and talking about hey Gonzalo do that and and I forget that we are in different you know places. Yeah. It's like being there. Um because I think in some way it was easier for us to work like that, like that, because we work with the with the voices of the actors and you know maybe a more traditional theatrical play, you need the body of the actor and see how the actor moves in the space and how he acts to, to, the, to the dialogue with other actor and it's more physical. Uh, when I was working as an actor, because now I'm more in the in the right and, and the writing and, and producing the plays, when I was a pitch black immersive actor. <laughs> It was very crazy to dis dissociate, dissociate the body from the from the, the, the speech. I was like more. It's, it's a more mental way of doing act, 
uh, acting. Uh, I was like, you know, and also with the audience, the, the people, uh, uh, we, we, we did a, a few record in the darkness because we don't, we don't use special, you know, night vision uh, glasses or something like that. But we, we did a, a, a few record for, for interviews or something. And the people who is attending to a theatrical play in the darkness is in a, in a fetal position, you know, like doing with the, with the head, looking the, the floor and only hearing. And when I was acting, it was, it was more like not thinking about how the people are looking at me at my body. So I was more concentrated in the message and, and in the situation and imagine that. And it's more, it's like being in another dimension. Like being in another dimension because you don't you don't have the body and the, and the situation is it's not happening in a visual uh, world and with the, with the Zoom meetings and, and and talking in the script and and, and with the play is it was more like this uh, because you you don't need to see the other actor to understand because I was with the headphones and hearing what the what all the actors are, are talking about the play and it, it was easier because we are working in the, in, the, in the dark or in the darkness with the play. But it, were, it was very challenging. And now we, we can, as Carlos said, we have not, the, uh, because I, there is a, a, very, a very funny meme that this meeting could be an email, you know? This meeting could be an email, yeah. like, why the meeting? Because why I'm here, you can text me or something. With the Zoom meetings, it's the same. Normally, in a, in a pre-pandemic world, maybe you, I, when I used to live in Buenos Aires 10 years ago, and we need to take a bus two hours on the subway to be with a person in a company talking about an idea, and then return to your home or to your office. So now you turn off on the computer and you have a Zoom meeting, but in, in, a, in the pre-pandemic world, it was not the, the use uh, you know, now it's very, very common to do that, and it's more a cultural thing. It's the same with a with a theatrical play. When you talk about making a play in the darkness, uh, it's something about the, the our visual culture also that surprised the audience, and and the, and the people are very shocked about understanding the world without using the eyes, with using the, the sounds, smelling the play, smelling the situation, feeling the rain, feeling the wine. It's very, it's very crazy uh, how the people react uh, about not so uh, very common way of dec de decoding the word, you know? Decodificar, de de I don't know what you want. About the understanding. I mean, like what's 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 interesting for, when I experienced it for the first time. It was amazing walking into, the, into that space, uh, and uh, for the first five minutes, it's uncomfortable. You feel a little, uh, almost like you're slightly suffocating because you don't. You you you're wanting your eyes to see something and you can't. And then there comes to a point where you just let that go. But it, it is, it's a point where you're like, we, what, what do you do? And people have gotten uncomfortable. Um, I, people have walked out. They're like, oh, I just can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. And that's totally fine. And that's, and it's not for them and that's okay. But 
Uh, what happens when you lean into it is kind of amazing because suddenly you start creating your own visual story, just like when you're reading a book and you start creating what, what it would look like for you, for you. That's what happens in this experience, as opposed to when you go see a play, you see what, they were, what the intention was. And this is a completely different, that allows your imagination to go and wander, which is kind of exciting. Okay, so the two of you are inviting people to try something that some of them have never tried before. So, you know, to get them used to that idea, I was hoping you could share something outside of work, you know, something that's not involving Zoom meetings and creating uh, theater uh, by digital means. Uh, something that you tried for the first time during the pandemic that you never thought you'd do before. And now you're like, okay, that was pretty cool. Uh, like, like a new event completely, a new, a new, a new experience. Yeah, uh, mate, something you never thought you'd do before. Uh, I mean, in a non-war situation, I learned how to cook. I learned how to cook <laughs> really, really well. I made all these incredible dishes. I made beef bourguignon. I made coco vin, and it was good. And then I had a Thanksgiving with coco vin, and I, and I, and I did a Mrs. Maisel's brisket, with, and it came out amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, okay, th th this was a little virtual. I mean, thank you, Binging with Babish, for like creating all these incredible videos of how to make these things. They're so good. But it became sort of a, uh, I, 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 I felt like I needed to have a sense of um, uh, exploration of uh, of something I'm not used to. Like I, I know I, I can cook, but like I didn't know how to be very technical about cooking and and and. and and, and, and making things that I'd never done before that I took for granted, or I could just order. I'd rather just, I found a way to be more human that way. And um, I felt like that was, that was a wonderful thing that I discovered. Uh, and and um, I'm very thankful for that because I keep on exploring that one. Uh, no, for me it was like very crazy because when the pandemic started here, it was the lockdown it was the 13th of March. 2020, and uh, we we live together with um, my wife and my little child Camilo, and uh, the, the general producer and and the fiance, which is also a producer, come to my home to pick up the the new van that we um, you know uh, buy special for a tour for two month tour in in Patagonia. And if, uh, they say, okay, we pick up the van and then start the, the, the trip. And they stuck in, the, in, in our house for fourth month because the pandemic and the lockdown was very, very heavy here in Argentina. Yeah. And it was very interesting because we have a, a little, you know, guest apartment in, in our house. I live more in the, in the field, you know, in the, in the country. And it was very interesting to make this community living way, you know? And it was uh, also interesting because I think this situation saved us uh, or saved all our organization because we were four people, four producer, a theatrical producer, because my wife also is a producer and music producer, thinking about how to solve a problem about the, you know, the pandemic, because we, we, we should lock uh, you know, close the theater and everything. It was like, I love the uh, Apollo 13 movie when the, when the spaceship 
uh, you know, is uh, broken and, and the engineer uh, need to figure out how to, to make something that the opposition uh, can, uh, you know, um, dower the, 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 the trip and the, and the spaceship can go to, to the earth with the oxygen, okay, not the, the tripulation light. And in common, it's a very interesting scene that an engineer come and say, okay, we have this, and we need to, to make the trip to here, and we have this time, and that. It was the same, like we have, the oxygen for us was the money, <laughs> you know, we, we have this, this amount of money, and we need to create something that sell for, for live, you know, to live the I, I think I, I understand how to think different uh, in this situation. It was very interesting, very funny, very challenging. And it, it was my, my most important uh, lesson uh, in, the, in the pandemic, to understand that not, not matter how big is the problem, you need to, to, to think out of the out the box and we create the box. <laughs> yeah, I mean you have to be nimble and, and that's what that's the thing that I, I got too. I mean like we had to think about things and be forced to think in things in ways that we weren't used to before. And and it came to be like every time there was a new project that was coming along like okay how are we gonna fix it? These and let's come up with some ideas and then and you just go that you're you're just not used to doing from before. So um yeah, I mean, that's, that, I think that the pandemic really enforced that kind of thinking. I'm so happy that it did. If you think, what is, what is the worst situation for a theatrical company that having a pandemic and, and a war pandemic, a war pandemic where the, the, the audience cannot attend to a play for two mm -hmm. years? What, what is the, those, I don't know, a zombie apocalypse or, or a nuclear war, war? I don't know. It's yeah. like, in, in, in your worst nightmare, it's, it's, it's the worst thing that you can challenge, you, you can face for a theatrical company. And with Carlos, we face it and, and we create a, a new product, a, an international production during this period of time. And I think it's, it's when, you, when you look back and see, okay, I could make it so, I don't, I don't, I don't have uh, pray to another situation because I, I, I can solve this huge problem. Now is, I don't know what, uh, what problem can be huge than, than this problem. Yeah, yeah. So, bring me more. Yeah, bring me bring more. Me more. <laughs> bring me more. Let's see. We did it once, let's do it again. So let's, let's do it. Yeah. Carlos and Martin, thank you so much for joining me. Tickets for Atman app are available through February 19th. So get to that. It's available in Spanish and English, which is a beauty in itself. So go see it if you can. Uh, thank you. And I hope to talk to you both of you soon. Hey, it's Leslie Udom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot -E 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 org because only together we rise.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.